My name is Amelia. My name is Sherrick, and this is Amelia. And Sherrick, what are you doing? The official podcast of Cabana Bob. <laughs> no Shout out if you get that reference. I understand that, except that everybody who listens to this podcast pretty much knows. Um, if you don't know, tweet at us because I'm not going to explain it right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's an action item there you go, there go. the official podcast of cabana bob uh so yeah great i did it i'm going home oh wow um, aren't you already home no yes i am <laughs> what's that fucking song by diddy's like i'm coming home coming home something something don't sue me diddy because i'm singing your song i have no um, idea I think it came out because I know that like wrestling used it for a WrestleMania at one point uh, or something, and I was like, I'm so fucking sick of this song. Gotcha. Uh, um, that's like when they they so like uh, a preview for the eventual wrestling uh, episode we're going to do. Uh, WWE has this weird relationship with Flo Rida like <laughs> for a, a really long time, and that like they have used his songs for like their biggest events and a, a, a couple of times have brought him in like actually into the ring to like talk to the crowd and stuff and then he was supposed to be like i think he was like in a rap battle with a wrestler who like actually got prepared and like schooled him and it was like hilarious because it's like here's this like r and like granted flow rider isn't exactly uh like a rapper mm-hmm. but he is like a hip-hop artist mm-hmm. which i would consider as a as a black person in america like 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 slightly adjacent so like he should at least know his fucking shit yeah and so this this particular wrestler like showed up to play like came with you know prepared and he made Flo Rida look a little silly even though he tech like even though Flo Rida technically won quote unquote the rap battle so but that's a story for another time um I'm going to keep on talking and let you know that normally this is the part of our show where we uh, go over how our week was, but um, we are recording this uh, just about a week after um, the events here in America with George Floyd, um, you know, tailing off of Breonna Taylor and Ahmaud Arbery. And unfortunately, the list is longer than uh, either of us would like it to be. So um, we're not going to do that segment today. Um, we're just going to say that uh, we stand with those who are seeking relief from racial injustice and that we believe strongly that Black Lives Matter. And if you want more on that, you can um, check out, maybe we'll do like a couple of like links to places where you can donate or anything like that in the description of today's show. Mm-hmm. And um, you can always tweet at us at a black sparrow uh, at shake meets world. You can also tweet at us at ASWAYDPOD, or you can email us at ASWAYDPOD at gmail.com. If you want to talk more about that, we're going to leave that particular topic there for now. Um, Maybe if there's enough interest or y'all feel like you want to hear it or you need it, we'll do some sort of, conversation on that but um it hurts a lot for uh, i can't speak for amelia um but it hurts a lot for me uh so we're gonna 
talk about something other than that because honestly that's all I've been engaging in in the past week and I want to just distract myself for a bit um so we're gonna talk about something fun yeah. so yep I agree with everything that you said and yeah um happy to help distract for a little while um because I've also been engaged in it for several days so um that doesn't make mean it's any less important it just means that sometimes you need a short break so that's what we hope to give each other and you so yeah today we're gonna talk about one of our favorite 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 things and that is music from the 90s yeah you knew it was coming It's our list. We did a long time ago. It feels like a fucking decade ago. Like, I feel like I have grown a, a scraggly gray beard and then, like, <laughs> bought Just for Men and then made it like a, like a you know, sophisticated salt and pepper scraggly gray beard. And then I realized that, like, I didn't really actually like my face, my face with facial hair. And then I shaved it all <laughs> off. Like, that's how long it's been. Right? Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure that it was episode two. That we did about Probably, ridiculous yeah. songs of the nineties, and mm-hmm. we both said like. Which, to be clear, some of these songs may also fit that oh, criteria. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, then we also said that uh, we wanted to do some of our favorite songs of the nineties. Which, again, some of those ridiculous songs from before may also have been on this list. So it's just like a whole mess of. Songs from the 90s. Um, but yeah, we just wanted to talk about it again. And uh, Sherrick had started his list for this way back when we did that episode. So um, mm. we just decided to, to go with that. And um, we both compiled lists. Um, they're pretty long. They could have been a lot longer. Um, yes. So we will just start going through them talking about them and see where they go see what songs they remind us of that we forgot to put on our lists um and (laughs) this may end up being a um a reoccurring theme a reoccurring topic that we that we uh keep adding to (laughs) it could be yes it could be a multi-part episode for all you all we know like we're just this uh comes with the disclaimer uh that it is our list it is not exhaustive you know uh it 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 will will go as as long as we feel is appropriate necessary and if there are more we will probably circle back to it so so we love you but it's our list so (laughs) deal with it but hey, if you disagree with us, if there's something that you thought that we missed, if there's a song that you really love that you want to talk about, like, let us know. Um, because we want to know your thoughts, too. Um, yeah. yeah. So, all right, where do we want to start? You start, I talk a bunch. <laughs> okay. Um, where do I want to start? Um... So I don't know why, and I don't know how this happened, but for some reason, (laughs) what? (laughs) 
No, it's just like a wild intro yeah. to like talking about your favorite song. He's like, I don't know how this happened, <laughs> but it's my favorite song now. Um, but somehow this is how we do it by Montel Jordan became my jam. <laughs> okay, so not that's even more like wild because like that's there's no like somehow like with that fucking song that song is great i tell you i can tell you exactly how it fucking happened you were like chilling at home or in your car or you like went to like a school dance or something and it started and you went holy shit this song fucking rules i mean yeah i guess i i feel like i don't like, it doesn't conjure up a memory from my childhood the way that some of these other ones do. But it just, like, every time I mm-hmm. fucking hear this song, it just, like, I go nuts. And I'm just like, this is my jam! Um... <laughs> <laughs> to the point where... Um... <laughs> so, if you're familiar with the song, or the song, that's good. If you're familiar with the show Lip Sync Battle, it used to be a thing mm-hmm. on The Tonight Show, and then it became its own show. Um, so, Didn't The Rock host it for a no, bit? No, LL Cool J hosted it. Was he? Oh, oh, okay. Maybe he was producing. Could be. I don't know. LL Cool J hosted it, and Chrissy Teigen is on it, too. Um, okay. But Amber and I like to talk about what songs we would do if we were on Lip Sync Battle. It It's one of those, okay. like, if we, we need to get famous so that we can be on this show. <laughs> um, not that we want to be famous. It's just, like, so that we can be on the show. <laughs> um, anyway, and this is one of the songs that I feel like I would want to do in Lip Sync Battle. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, yeah, I just, I fucking love this song. <laughs> it's, it's a very good song. Um, ooh. if you don't know it, you need to, you need to definitely listen oh, yeah. to it. Cause it is, it, it is, it is a song that I, I think became acquainted with, um, during it was either during like one of my fucking grade school dances which like uh i feel like that's a private school luxury i don't know yeah i definitely did not have a dance until seventh grade okay yeah i remember us i mean i think it was like sixth seventh grade as for us as well but like even then i i I don't know fucking correct me i don't i i know nothing about public school education because i never was there so educate my ignorant ass but like i think it was playing during that and this is like the era of time where i feel personally like they didn't really like pay attention to the songs that were playing because like um that song that i can't remember uh the name of but it goes like i put my hand up on your hip and i dip you dip we dip like that was playing at our fucking grade school dances and i was like looking around being like we really listen to this right now? like I'm, I'm not gonna i'm not gonna tell y'all to turn it off i mean i like this song a whole lot but like Seems we're inappropriate yeah <laughs> like, like nobody was nobody was grinding at our grade school dances but or anything but as far as i know um but like uh you know 
oh, it was um, it, the, so the, which this makes it worse because now like I had to Google it of mm-hmm. course, and I believe I believe it is the um, the band or the the artist is Freak Nasty oh, and it's called The Dip. So like someone like allowed a DJ to come into our fucking grade school <laughs> gymnasium with at 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 minimum a CD that had Freak Nasty written on. Yo. Oh my god. That's amazing. But like I mean, yeah, this is how we do it was definitely one of the songs that was on there and I remember being like this is really good yeah. like you know, this is still the era where we had to like, um, you know, uh, record songs that we wanted to hear off mm-hmm. the radio via a tape deck. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know, you put that in my mental note and then write it down later so I don't ever forget it. But it's like, I just love that. I love that song. So like, there's going to be a lot of crossover here. It's not, it's not on my current list, but I'm glad that it made mm-hmm. yours because. Right. No, this is what's helpful um, is because you had written your list when I went to go put in my list. And so I could pick. <laughs> I could, like, you could pick songs that weren't right, on yeah, it. Yeah, because definitely. Knowing that it was going to get, yeah. songs on your list that I could have put online for sure. So. Indefinitely vice yeah. versa. So, all right. What's one of your songs? All right. So I'm just going to be. Uh, this is not going to uh, affect the audience at large, but uh, I'm just going to go uh, on like the start of the list and, and go down from there. The very first song that I wrote down from the 90s uh, that I loved and I will probably always love, and I don't think anyone could ever convince me to not love this song, is One Week by the Bare Naked Ladies. Uh, Stunt was the first album technically that i owned i believe that i i i owned stunt um first because like a guardian bought it for me and then i liked it so much that i went back and and bought gordon or he bought it for me rather um which uh for those of you who don't know that's backwards in terms of chronology uh gordon came out first and then stunt came out later but i think Gordon technically was in like 1989, I want to say, um, which uh, has the song "If I Had a Million Dollars" on it, which is like one of like three or four songs that I like off that. But anyway, I'm getting off topic. Uh, I heard the song "One Week" by the Bare Naked Ladies on a station that used to be in my hometown called The Point, and that was uh, the very first station that I heard that was not an oldie station. So up until like around the time that that song came out um, and you'll kind of see a trend here with the other songs that are on my list. um, I had only heard like Roy Orbison, Elvis Presley, like the temptations, you know, like Johnny cash, like that was all like, you know, my, like my tiny, like prepubescent brain was all, I, I did not have any concept of disco or anything other than oldies music because that's all we listen to and like we really only listen to the radio when Mm -hmm. we're in the car so like that was my only thing so when my guardian decided to change the channel and put on a different station i like naturally glommed onto this music that was different and new and like 
that song is famous for um, the the uh, the rap by um, Ed Robertson, which is like Chickity China, the Chinese chicken. You have a drumstick and your brain starts chicken, which um, was uh, the song. The, the song one week was incorrectly labeled pretty much on the Internet as Chickity China or Chinese mm-hmm. chicken for like people who definitely didn't go on LimeWire or Napster. <laughs> which uh, hypothetically may have been a major pet peeve of mine was, would be to go on websites where like that stuff happened again, hypothetically and see songs mislabeled hypothetically, but like on hypothetically, I still see it happening on YouTube and I'm like, fucking Mm -hmm. stop it. (laughs) You have the internet. You can look up what the song, the song's name actually is. Uh, but yeah, like I still cannot um, get my my brain figurative, figuratively wrapped around that second wrapped verse mm-hmm. that Ed Robinson does. Um, like it's my, there's just like still a hitch, but I know like 99% of the words in that song. And it's just, I don't know. Bare Naked Ladies are, are a really, 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 really fucking good band in my opinion. And I had to uh, restrict myself from... To, to pick only one song from that band and uh, a couple others from what I called the big five. Yes, I want to hear about um, this. So, Tell me about the big five. So the, the for me, for me, the big five was Bare Naked Ladies, Vertical Horizon, Goo Goo Dolls, Matchbox Twenty, and I actually didn't put a song on the list of the for the fifth band, which is actually the Dave Matthews Band. Uh-huh. Believe it or not, they get they get hella shit, um, but like. Ants Marching, I really liked that for a long time. <laughs> um, there are a couple other songs by them, but like now I think to, if I were being like real with myself, I think that the big five would be the big four and that Dave Matthews Band would no longer be uh-huh. on that list. But like for me, like any iPod or any MP3 player I, I owned that had a playlist had a playlist called The Big Five and it had all of my favorite songs from those specific bands. So uh yeah if you haven't heard anything by the bare naked ladies i don't believe you because i'm sure you have uh, you have heard them somewhere they uh you know they have permeated all sorts of culture they are officially in the canadian rock and roll hall of fame there was some stuff with uh a fallout with the um with one of the members stephen page who is no longer with the band but he came back and performed with them for the canadian hall of fame and i fucking cried it was so i was so happy um because when they came to town for Summerfest. I like. I think. I think the initial time that they were here, I was too young to go or too scared to go because I would have to go by myself or something like that. Um, but when I was able to finally go, like I think this was like right after uh, Ed. Uh, excuse me, Stephen had left the band, so I was just like, man, like it's good, but it's not like my childhood. <laughs> But, but yeah, so like I, I definitely did watch a full interview where like Stephen and Ed taught from who, for those who don't know, uh, they were basically like the co like leaders of the band. And I'm using that in quotes because they probably would call me a fake fan for saying that. But like they traded off like lead singing duties for a lot of those. And you know, one week specifically, they both um, sing on and that. Stephen is doing a lot of the uh, verse lifting 
and Ed is uh, a bit more into the chorus and things like that. But yeah, it's a great fucking song. If you watch the Big Bang Theory, they did the um, theme for that specific show. Um, they're all over the place and they yep. are amazing. So yeah, I it's so funny because like the first I think four songs on this list from those four bands that you listed are like when I saw that I was just like oh. That is so perfect. I love this. Um, I don't, mm-hmm. I never had a Bare Naked Ladies album, so I don't know that much about their songs other than their singles, but um, I definitely mm-hmm. had a thing about the Goo Goo Dolls for a very long time. <laughs> um, and um, I actually saw them and my Matchbox 20 in concert a few summers ago yeah um we have a a two-day concert festival every summer um called basilica block party in minneapolis and they they played one night they both played one night um and it's a really it's a really fun thing because it's like i don't know it's like a hundred dollars for both days or something. And there are three stages Uh and like, I don't know, four acts per stage, um, every night. So it's like a pretty good value. I would say, um, I've been to it. It I've been a few times. Um, and yeah, often it's sometimes it's some of these like older groups. Um, (laughs) um, but no, it's it's super fun, and so I was like so excited to see that you had put them all on your list. Um, so yeah. Um, okay, where should I go now? Um, yeah. So the first song that I put on my list, and as I was explaining to Sherrick earlier, I have this like very extensive '90s playlist. Um, called the nineties or all that, because obviously, and, and by extensive, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like 10 hours long. Um, and so when I was trying to create my list, I went to go look at that playlist and was like, oh, maybe I should just pick the songs that I've played the most times. Um, and the number one song on that list that I had played the most times was when I come around by green day. Um, I like I don't know that I was like a huge Green Day fan I feel like I became more of one in high school um and this song came out much earlier than that but there's something about the like guitar and drums in this song that I just really fucking love (laughs) um and Mm -hmm. so like even without the lyrics, I really like it, um, which is unusual. Well, not unusual for me because it's all part of the whole package of a song. But, like, often I get really into lyrics of songs. And so to have a song that I'm just like, I just think it sounds good. Um, and I don't even care what it's saying is like, yeah. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I love I love just like that beginning, just when it comes on, it's like. There's some songs that when they start, you just like know in the first two seconds, and yeah. that's one of them. Yes, so. yeah, that's a that's a hallmark of 
a really great song in my opinion is like when like you can just like recognize it by like the first couple of like mm-hmm. riffs or whatever like you know like and, and like as you were speaking like obviously was paying attention but I could hear it like literally yeah. playing it in my head like I could hear that that opening like bit and just some of the lyrics and I was just like oh, this yeah is so good. right I know that's the problem with this is that like we can't listen to any of these songs because um you know mm-hmm. Three's obvious reasons yeah. are obvious um but now I just want to go listen to all these songs. <laughs> um funny yeah so Green Day is 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 an interesting band because uh, they were also on the point, but they just didn't play them mm-hmm. that often. Um, so like, I just like I, I guess I didn't connect with mm-hmm. them the same. But you know, it is when. But yeah, never watched uh, the American Idiot um, musical oh, or anything like that. It's one but... of my top favorite musicals. I've heard, yeah, I was gonna say, I've heard good things about it. It's just never, like I said, just yeah. Never hit I mean, me it's hard because it like way. was on Broadway for a little while and then it toured once and that's it. So it's like, it's not like it was super, super easy to catch, but um, yeah, no, mm-hmm. I saw it on, I saw it on Broadway um, with Billy Joe Armstrong in it. So yeah, so oh, that nice. was really cool. Um, I had to beg my friend Leah to go because she did not care at all. And I was like, but we have to. And we sat in the very, very, very back row. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I love it. It's a good show. Um, And yeah, I feel like I, like I knew about Green Day in the 90s. Like I knew this song and everybody fucking knows time of your life. Good riddance. Um, And that was our high school graduating classes class song because of course it was. Um, <laughs> um, and like, yeah, like there's a handful of green day songs that like people just know, but I feel like it wasn't until American idiot came out that I actually was like paying more attention, which was in the two thousands. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I just, I love this song. Whenever it comes on, I don't skip it. So on your no skip playlist yeah like i mean there's there are very few songs that i never skip because you just have to be in the right mood so like even the best songs sometimes you're just like i'm not feeling this right now yeah i'm not yeah you're right but i i don't know if i've ever skipped that song so all right Hmm. what's next i don't think that they were necessarily on that list like uh, and by on that list, I mean like they weren't. Um, they, I, I don't know. This song wasn't really a song that got played on the point, uh, but it was still. I, I want to say that there was a different song by Vertical Horizon, which the song of obviously will escape me. But like um, now that I'm like trying to hunt for it, but just like everything you want, I think was something that I listened to like because I was like, oh, I like Vertical Horizon. Let me see what else they've got. And this song came across, and I don't know. It's just like I am not a person that typically is easy to coerce into going out for Mm -hmm. karaoke. Um, But like, if I were forced and someone was like, you have to do karaoke or insert awful consequence here. Like there's, it's one of the few songs that I would be like, fuck it. I'm going to sing this song. 
uh, me specifically, like I know the whole point of karaoke is like, it's a song you either really know well, or it's a song that you like really just Uh want to sing. And like, I, I feel personally, like when I'm doing karaoke or whatever, like I want to look at the screen Uh as little as possible. Like I actually want to like, if I'm going to fucking do karaoke, I'm going to perform, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> but, and like, this is a song that I know like pretty well to the point where I wouldn't need to look at the screen. I could focus on the actual song and like the nuance and like the lyrics and stuff. Um, so yeah, that is my personal feelings on uh, uh, that song. And uh, I just remember falling in love with it and listening to it and i i can even just like picture that that um album art with the girl that's like upside down like she's like in the middle of like uh-huh. some sort of a flip um i don't know it's just it's a real fucking good song like i don't have any like super crazy good insight i just remember like coming home from school and like having a rudimentary ass mp3 player which like it was about the size of like if you own like a like a Samsung like phone that has been like like one of their larger ones, but like if you own like three <laughs> of them, because it was about that like if you, it was about like that like tall, but it was also like extra thick, and you had to like move the sides. Like I should fucking see if I can like I'm sure it's somewhere in my parents' house. I'll have to go see if I can find it. Maybe I'll post a picture of it without context some someday on our Twitter. Um, but it was like you had to like move the sides apart, like some sort of like weird, like I don't know. They were like there was it was like cylindrical sides, and it needed like I want to say like four double A's, so oh two on God. each side, and it was like I don't know. It was, the screen was about the size of like I want to say it was like maybe like two overlapped like posted stamps. Like it wasn't very big at all. Um, and I had no idea how it really works. So I was just like, I'm just going to fucking load some music on this and playlists be damn. I'm just going to listen to all this shit and it's going to be great. But I just remember like using that to listen to, I couldn't even name the brand of what the fucking MP3 player was, but like, yeah, you had to become like a fucking coding expert in order to like (laughs) put music on it pretty much. Oh, that's awesome. I, that's, I'm trying to like picture it and I want to know what it looks like. <laughs> so yeah, hit, okay. hit us with your next one. Hit us with your best oh, shot or whatever. That's not the 90s. Um, <laughs> no, it's not. Um, but it yes. was appropriate. Um, okay, what should I go with next? See, that makes me think of my Walkman. I had a Walkman for years and my Mm -hmm. we would go on family vacations a lot um but driving so we would drive from Fargo to St. Louis to see my dad's family like every couple years and that's like a couple days drive I don't know sometimes we would take longer because we didn't want to go um (laughs) um so I've seen just about everything there is to see in Iowa. Um, or like we went to Montana or we would go out to like Duluth or the lakes or Winnipeg. And I would just lay down in the back seat of the car with my Walkman and just listen to music mm-hmm. for hours on end. Um, 
and and I remember one of the one of the early cassette tapes that I had was um Mariah Carey um and so I hear I hear this fantasy. Song. You can't hear me, but I'm fanning I hear myself fantasy, right now. And I am just transported back in time. And it is a bop. And it is just, I love it. It's so good. The whole album is so good. Um, yeah, love it. Love some Mariah. How can you not? Come on. I um, only have like a passing knowledge of mariah like uh i don't know it just like i can acknowledge that she's great it just like wasn't really what was like falling on my ears at the time uh-huh. if that makes sense like you know like i was i was definitely heavy into the um whole uh alternative mm-hmm. scene as far as music was concerned so that's kind of just where like you know i i didn't really listen to r&b mm-hmm. a whole lot um, unless it was like at a dance mm-hmm. or anything like that. Yeah, so. I I remember um I remember pretty early on listening to pop radio, top forty radio, um, that I would um I went to daycare after school and all through the summers until I was about 12 years old. Um, and I remember that like early, early in like elementary school, um, that this woman would pick me up from school to take me to daycare. And she would like always have top 40 radio on and, just would like not even that actually no it was like a 70s 80s and today station i want to say oh yeah. man um and and she would like teach me about the music because like a song from the 70s would come on and she'd be like do you know this song and i'd be like no i have no idea what the song is and she'd be like oh my god how do you not know what you know <laughs> yeah so, so she's, she's us. us um and actually was probably like 25 or something. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, so it would like teach me everything yeah, we know. We've te- learned from she her. Would teach me about pop music basically. And I knew a lot about music cause my parents would listen to like oldies. Um, so I listened to like a lot of Motown and, um, Beatles and, um, seventies rock and stuff. Um, but yeah, then I would learn about pop music from this babysitter and um and then later on at a different daycare um at one point I went to this much bigger daycare with like different rooms um and there was like a study room and all of us older kids would hang out in the study room all the time with the lights off. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And the teachers would come by and be like, oh, you have to keep okay. the lights on. Um, and we were like, no, we want to strain our eyes. <laughs> but we'd have the radio on all day long, all day long. So, um, mm-hmm. so yeah, so I feel like even from like pretty early, from like six or seven years old, I knew a lot about like pop music and current music. So, 
Um, yeah, that's where a lot of this came from. A lot of a lot of early '90s goodness, <laughs> just from that. Yes. So, um, Speaking of, let's. Uh, I'm gonna skip uh, and hit. Um, a band that uh, I didn't know how to handle my uh, affections for uh, Nirvana. Um, Cause that is like one of the bands that like, when you mention mm-hmm. the nineties, I'm sure somebody, mm-hmm. you know, thinks of it. And by somebody, I mean like the majority of people that enjoy mm-hmm. music from that era. I feel like it's hard to not um, specifically spells yeah. like teen spirit. Like I, I, I enjoy it. Like, you know, come as you are and like some other songs like that but like you know i okay so smells like teen spirit i have a weird story about um (laughs) so uh like most people who enjoyed you know enjoy music like it's a single so you hear it a lot so you're kind of like ingratiated into enjoying it but like i remember like wanting to start a band based off of that and like having delusions of grandeur about like um because like i didn't really play any instruments but i was like well i feel like you know my teachers and stuff see that i can sing so i must be able to sing uh and like being like trying to like recruit my brother who was learning how to play guitar and uh, a friend um who was learning how to play bass and i was like well we just need a drummer and then we can like write courtney love for like the rights to like redo (laughs) smells like teen spirit and like obviously nothing came of that clearly uh but it was still like an aspiration of me and a couple of friends, you know, that we wanted to do because we were like, we'll do it mm-hmm. and she'll think it's great. And then we'll get on the radio and insert question marks here. And then step mm-hmm. four will be profit. Like, um, but yeah, so like we didn't even end up making a band for, for what it's worth, but like, it was just like, uh, it was, it, it made me, love music more than i think that i initially did and that's like it's coming from somebody who like for a very very long period of time like i didn't watch tv because i was too Mm -hmm. busy listening to music Mm -hmm. like if that makes sense like that was like tv has always been my weak spot on the pop culture spectrum and it's either been because of video games or music Mm -hmm. or some like other Mm -hmm. media that has been around um so that's it's i don't know it's just interesting but like smells like teen spirit was a song that like you know like we owned the album like my guardian owned the album apropos of me so like when i was like going through like his music collection because he had like a entertainment center kind Uh of cabinet set up where like his like record players and tape players and cd players because you had like at the time like you had a record player but like you also had like the tape Mm -hmm. deck cd combo like not like a like boom box necessarily but like a straight up like this yeah. is wired into like large speakers that are in our living room on top mm-hmm. of the cabinet kind of like entertainment center kind of thing um and i remember stumbling upon the album and being like why is this album got a picture of a naked baby chasing <laughs> a dollar i don't get it what's happening here because like naturally it was like next to and this is just like my guardians like you know taste in music it was like next to like herbie hancock's greatest hits album which is like right. straight up jazz like all day every day like so 
like I ended up falling in like this weird dichotomy where I was listening to like Watermelon Man and then I would like flip over to like Smells Like Teen Spirit and be like, my life is great. <laughs> so, so yeah, that, I mean, that's, that's it for me on Smells Like Teen Spirit. Like I, uh, I, you know, I don't want, I don't know. I guess I don't want to like have like all these like, cool crazy mm-hmm. fun facts for these i just want to like yeah. tell you why i like them, i mean I guess. This, and... Um, this is another song that i feel like is like super iconic like you you know what it is from mm-hmm. the first riff um and and yeah grunge is such a like iconic part of the late 80s and early 90s um and of course there's just like so much lore and so much mythology about nirvana um, because mm-hmm. of Kurt Cobain and and his death and all of that and um, but yeah, it's it's a really good song and yeah, even though it makes no fucking sense, but that's the whole that's the whole point. So. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the few songs that I like. Uh, I was actually like well enough versed on the lyrics to like correct somebody when they were like, I don't know what Kurt Cobain's saying here. And I'm like, he's saying it's a mulatto. And they're like, what's that? And I'm like, it's a person that is both like, is basically like typically black and white, but like mixed breed is basically for like, and I apologize, but that's just kind of what it means. Um, you know as, as terms of that how that goes and i was just like yeah that's what that means they're like oh i didn't know that right was, yeah that's right right let me educate yeah it's just like part of a line of a bunch of words that just sound similar and so like mm-hmm. there isn't a whole lot of meaning to it but like that's the point like that's the point so um yeah, yeah. uh because i like to um immediately uh, embarrass <laughs> myself after i like show that i'm like cool or whatever um i definitely thought i knew all the lyrics to the real slim shady by eminem which is not necessarily like uh, you know it's it's kind of off the beaten path here but i just Mm -hmm. have to tell the story because it's embarrassing for me um except i did not know uh that the word was clitoris i thought it was flitteris and i had a friend and both my guardian correct me and i was just like well (laughs) shit because i was so confident that it was the other word because I, I knew like what that was anatomy wise but I just had it wrong it's like Ted yeah. saying chameleon <laughs> instead of chameleon oh my god that's amazing I love it yep so like I said I was like super fucking cool and then down the line later in my life I was jumping out of bed singing along to the real some shady and they were like what did you say and i was like "Flitterous," and they were like that's not what he says and i was like yes it is and then my guardian who like works at a hospital so he's like yeah no you're wrong and i was like well um well the real slim shady please stand up please stand up i don't know anything at all oh eminem uh- I think that was early two thousands, wasn't it? Might have been so ninety nine, but I, I don't think know. Because uh, he had an album that came out like on the on right. both sides yeah. of the the year two thousand. I want to say one that like nobody really like. Well, not nobody really listens to, but like nobody really recognizes. Like the um, like because there was the Marshall Mathers LP, and then I want to say there's the Custom Shady EP or something like that. Um, and it was uh, it yep. was released in two thousand. 
the real Slim Shady was. So it falls out of the realm of this, and that is why mm-hmm. it is not on a great 90s song. For, I mean, there could be other reasons, depending on how you feel about it. I always get that song, and my name is anyway, I'm, Oh, really? No. I don't mean to be a snob on that. I, I, I cannot get them confused. To me, they're just like, in terms of like, like I can kind of kind of like I'm as I'm listening to them in the theater of my mind like I can kind of like hear that they are similar in Mm -hmm. terms of like the beat but like I don't know I guess like if someone played like the first couple of beats of the real some shady I I would know that it was that versus uh my name is yeah because like I don't know I I haven't heard either of those songs in fucking years um yeah but like blind blindfold test i would not get fooled. well good for you <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> again <laughs> oh man it's fine you can be a snob about it i'm a snob we're gonna about put that on the plane someday i'm not being You're a snob i'm just saying i'm just saying like i listen I'm just saying, no, I'm just saying that, like, I I right. listen to yeah, Eminem so fine. much that, like, I don't, like, yeah. I, I feel like I would have. No, it's fine. I, I'm just wow. going to fucking leave. Okay. <laughs> well, the pod is over. We broke up over Eminem. <laughs> over. Yes. <laughs> we didn't. We promise. Please don't stop listening. We have oh, more yeah. to say. If anything, we, like, there's no end to how much we have to say. Talk. <laughs> apparently yeah um speaking of which i think if you don't mind i kind of want to pick one on your list that i want you to talk about uh i want you to talk about two princes by the spin doctors (laughs) because fuck is this song great (laughs) it is peak 90s it's ridiculous as hell and i still cannot bring myself to dislike it even if i wanted to exactly it is so ridiculous it is crazy but man is it entertaining and every time i hear it i just want to get up and dance wow that was really minnesotan dance um (laughs) um, (laughs) and yeah like i feel like i heard this song a ton a ton in the 90s and so it feels it just feels 90s to me like it comes on and i just feel like it's 1995 again um and Amber fucking loves this song, so we play it all the goddamn time. Yes. Um yeah. So yes. I um yeah, as part of my uh quarantine routine, I try to uh have a dance break every day just to like move around because I'm sitting at my desk at home. Mm-hmm. barely moving all day right um which i guess isn't that different from going to work and sitting there all day but at least i'm like getting up and talking to other people or getting up and going to the copier or something whereas at home i'm just like literally just sitting at my desk um and so i like try to mm-hmm. get up and, and move around a little bit and this morning i put on two princes and danced around my bedroom to it and <laughs> marry him or marry me Both. just kidding um <laughs> polyamory is great um actually the real answer is probably neither but um yeah and i sent amber a 
snap of me dancing to it and she was like yes (laughs) (laughs) yes i try to try to bring a little joy in when i can um yeah this i feel like this is a song that is probably like one of the mm -hmm. lesser known 90 songs like i'd be willing to bet that like uh, there's a significant contingent of people out there that like know this song but i'd I don't know if they necessarily know right. where they initially yeah. heard it or, or where it's from. Or it's like or a song that, that they know, but they couldn't name it or like who sings it. Yeah. Like if you played it for mm-hmm. them, they'd be like, oh, that song. Right, right, right. Yeah. I feel like that's. Yeah. And like if you. <laughs> that's all I'm going to do. I'm not, we're not um, getting a suit. <laughs> yeah. And I just, I'm sorry, but I love that the band is called Spin Doctors. <laughs> so mm-hmm. good. But yeah, one time, um, Good. so this isn't my story, but I'm going to tell it anyway. Um, one time Amber sang okay. this at karaoke um, because she loves this song so much. And she was like, that was a terrible idea. It was a terrible idea because it is so fast that like, she was like, I was out of oh, breath. Oh yeah, you'll get out of breath the quick, of yeah. First verse. <laughs> and I was like, see, this is the thing about you don't Whoops. necessarily pick your favorite song you pick a song yes. that's fun to sing or yes. like yeah but anyway but she learned her lesson and that will never happen again <laughs> uh all right um i want to talk about yes. plc's no scrubs if you don't know this song there is a very good chance you were not born uh to be like cognizant of the Every, 90s because this song was fucking everywhere. everywhere. And, oh, if you don't know this song, everywhere. You know, like, just stop listening. We don't want you because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going that far. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, but if you don't know this song, go listen to it immediately. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> I was like, I was like, should I go for the comedy rule of three? I think I will. Um, yeah, no, if you, <laughs> if you don't know the song, go listen to it immediately. It's amazing. Ugh. It is like just the motto that I live by. Anyway, please tell me about you and this song. Um, uh, okay. So a lot of the songs on my list of fake favorite 90 songs, uh-huh. I have never seen the music video for because like, again, like didn't really watch MTV because I didn't really have like cable until like it was uh, a channel that only a K like it showed it showed like music videos but that's when like the real world and stuff started permeating MTV and, and I never really even like bothered v- to, to go VH1 Not, no offense to VH1 it just like never occurred to me um, as a younger person but um, so there was a channel that was called The Box and I don't uh, believe that it was on like 24 hours a day but it was on a whole hell of a lot and the idea was is you could call a number that they would give you and then they would be like do you want to hear like see here slash see like this music video or this music video and then i think you'd have to like pay money to like basically call in and request a song um to play and it would essentially just play like music videos with occasional um Mm -hmm. ad interruption here and there but like it was especially uh uh, popular for at least like 
me, my siblings and like our friends, because like when we couldn't fucking sleep at like one in the morning, we would just be watching like, um, like fucking, uh, juvenile and like all this other hip, like the boxes where I attribute all of my hip hop and rap, like music tastes beginnings to, because like I said, didn't really, like I went from oldies Mm. to like alternative you know, like music, like there was no room for mm-hmm. hip hop and R&B, like it just wasn't there. So like when I would um, hang out uh, with my siblings and my mom on the weekends, like when I couldn't really sleep or whatever, I would watch the box. I couldn't remember the fucking name of the group that little Wayne was in um, uh, before he like split from them. And it, he had songs like, uh, like hot boys and stuff like that. I can't remember it. Cause I'm my brain is Swiss cheese, but like that. And like, that's where I found this music video from. And I was like, this song is fucking dope. And it was like immediately on my, like, you know, mixtape, so to speak, um, which means something completely different nowadays than it did when we were growing up. Uh, so yeah. So like this song, I loved it. I remember when another band tried to like, or a hip hop group tried to like ape their success by like making the quote unquote male version of it. It was called like no chickens or something like that. It, it obviously didn't catch on because like almost nobody knows what the fuck I'm talking about when I say that like parody, there was a parody version of it. Um, Basically, this was just like, hey, ladies, don't settle for a scrub ass man. Mm-hmm. He all he wants, like he, you don't need him. So he's just gonna holler. He mm-hmm. don't want nothing. He ain't got yep. no money. Tell him the fuck like off. I said, like I said, life's you don't want his money. No. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't heard TLC's uh, "No Scrubs," uh, you really, yeah. first of all, go Come listen on. to more TLC because they're all great rest in peace left eye um yeah they're they're all amazing but this song was like i think was this in waterfalls i think was pretty iconic for tlc's success i think which um which uh if my brother is listening he's probably cringing right now because i'm about to tell this story uh waterfalls was like his fucking which is hilarious because it's not really a jam when he was going up he loved the shit out of that song, loved it days and night. And my mom would like pseudo make fun of him for it, but like she liked it too. So mm-hmm. it wasn't really him being made fun of, but like they loved it. And mm-hmm. I liked it too, but like, man, my brother in Waterfall was Waterfalls by TLC mm-hmm. was like a fucking match. I remember. Um, so, yeah. So, okay. So in fourth grade. This is a long story, but it's a it's a classic. Um, so in fourth grade, mm-hmm. there were these two popular girls in my class who bullied me. Um, and then midway through the year, they decided that they were going to take me under their wing and like teach me how to be cool. Um, mm-hmm. And what I did not know um, is that they were basically they had seen the movie clueless and decided to live it so um (laughs) (laughs) get in losers were aping Um, a movie so yeah so they like um they like taught me all this like um slang from the movie and so like i knew that they really liked this movie but having not seen it i didn't realize that a big part of the movie is that they like 
take in this this new girl who's kind of not nerdy but just like not cool um and like make her popular and um all that stuff and it just yeah they just like totally tried to make me like cool and popular and get me a boyfriend which in fourth grade means nothing it's just like some guy that you're telling people you're going out with (laughs) um and i remember they really liked tlc um and so that album is that crazy sexy cool i think that waterfalls was on um yeah so i bought that i think so yeah i bought that someone will correct us if we're wrong and i would listen to it and then my parents heard it and were like this is about drugs and they took it away from me (laughs) because waterfalls is about Mm. drugs um (laughs) but it's about like how they're Mm -hmm. bad i don't know and there were other songs on the on the album that are like kind of racy and sexy and like whatever um yes would you say they were crazy Um, sexy and cool so there's always (laughs) something about tlc that just always feels like a little bit dangerous to me (laughs) because of because oh okay interesting even though that they uh even though that they did the theme song for uh for all that and well the original all that and also for the rugrats movie at least I, at least I want to say one of the members of TLC was involved with the oh, yeah. song "Take okay, Me There" uh, for the Rugrats gotcha. movie. Yes, yeah, no, I I think it's more so that album. I don't think it's like later TLC, but because my parents took that album mm-hmm. away from me at nine years old, that like um, robbed you of it. Yeah. So, and then of course you know. After realizing that uh, they weren't going to be able to change my entire personality, uh, they dropped me pretty quickly. <laughs> so that is the story of how oh, I lived that... clueless and hey, been... uh, was sister. popular for five seconds. The end. <laughs> Sequel. Sequel, please. Yeah. Oh, Except not popular for oh, only five seconds. So popular for the rest of your life. I know, I'm life. super popular now. <laughs> but with the right yeah. but with the right people. Yeah. So Indeed. Next next on Alright, what's list? next on your list, Chica? Um I'm gonna go with spider webs. By no doubt. Hmm, good call. I actually had to decide between uh, this one and uh, what I'm going to call an uh, honorable <laughs> mention of Groove is in the Heart, um, and I, it which did not make list. my list. Um, but I ended up having to... I. It did, it did, but just know that Groove is in the Heart is an honorable mention. But then I fucking forgot about a different song on my list, and I was like, well, fuck, now I can't use either of them, because I have to do this one. But yes, so Spiderwebs is very, very good. Um, Tell me all about so your on it. I was a huge No Doubt fan in the 90s. I loved this album, Tragic Kingdom, and I liked their next album, Return to Saturn. Um, 
And then, like, later on, I didn't like them as much. They kind of changed. Um, but those two albums, I still will listen to them. They're still great. Um, so, yeah, I picked... Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. They kind of pioneered, kind like, of, what yeah. like, the Black Eyed Peas did a little bit, if that makes sense. Like, they did it before the Black Eyed Peas did it, but I feel like the Black Eyed Peas transition was more drastic so we just mm-hmm. like noticed that one way more than the no doubt one yeah kind of that's a I would fair say, assumption yeah, to make of, um but yeah i mean because like in the 90s they were more ska um and then they got a little more mainstream in the mm-hmm. 2000s for sure for and sure. i just didn't like it as much um and i was never a huge mm-hmm. fan of gwen stefani's solo work it was fine, but it just it just wasn't quite what I wanted. But um yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. so I picked Spiderwebs because it's like probably the most well known. Um that and uh crap, now I can't think of the name of the song. Uh Don't speak. Oh god. Um <laughs> Don't speak and spiderwebs. I feel like. right. How ironic! Yeah, you couldn't. You um, stopped speaking because you couldn't remember the I name just, of that song. Like, I don't know. I just didn't feel like. I felt like this is more what I liked about them. Don't speak is a really good song, um, but yeah, I, I, I just they're just like nothing I had ever heard before. Um, and I love a band, I love Mm -hmm. a band that's all male with a female lead singer. Um, I don't know why. There's just something kick-ass about it. Um, so, yeah, I, this. The only other one that I can think of that fits that criteria is like, um, Evanescence, I I think. What I was thinking is, um, like Rilo Kylie is like that, um, yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Like I'm not familiar that, with their work as much. Um, okay. I think Paramore is like that too. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Paramore is one that I definitely forgot. So, yeah, I know some obscure bands. It's fine. <laughs> um, I know some obscure hip hop bands, but that's in, in so. rap groups, but that's neither here nor there. No. Ever heard of uh, Philly's Most Wanted? anyone anyone out in the audience okay we'll talk about them Um, yeah so I just I mean I just feel like a song called spiderwebs like on its own is just unique and um, yeah like I said they just have a had a sound that I've never heard before so yeah I think this is like one of the songs that Mm -hmm. like definitely hits that ska like vibe that you were talking about earlier because like just like listening to it again in the theater Mm -hmm. of my mind I can just definitely Mm -hmm. hear that like like the horns and stuff like that was very like like I'm it's it's a song that I'm honestly kind of surprised it didn't like make a Tony Hawk um like video game soundtrack because like his I'm I don't know if you've ever like played or or seen uh, any of his games played but it's a lot of like you know like a lot of like alternative and ska music that I kind of like makes yeah. it for the most part. Um, 
which uh, because everything old is new again, they are remastering the original Tony Hawk uh, games, the, the Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2, for like late, either later this year or next year. So again, everything old is new again. Um, so yeah. Uh, I don't think I actually ever heard Spiderwebs, or at least I didn't recognize it as a No Doubt song until okay. like probably into high school for me. Um, kind of just like someone else was like playing it and I was like I like this what is this and they're like oh yeah it's no doubt I was like oh okay and they're like yeah they also do like don't speak and I was like oh cool um, yeah uh, I, I I kind of you know like I like no doubt but I, I don't mm-hmm. know if it, it hits my personal favorites mm-hmm. but like I can see why for sure for you yeah so. I feel like at the time at the time I was just like oh, this woman's cool and he's different and yeah i really like different okay like <laughs> yeah no with I, you on I, that one 100 percent too i didn't like a lot of mainstream stuff which obviously what i considered mainstream and what oh. <laughs> actually was not that different but um yeah but yeah so yeah so um so i guess to round it off for now um we'll talk about something that was incredibly mainstream Woo! uh wanna be by the spice girls and i am not fucking ashamed to admit that this song was one of my favorite songs of all time uh here comes embarrassing story number two it's very short um <clears throat> back when we got our news from newspapers i remember like not really mm-hmm. like, i never really read the newspaper as a younger person um but I don't know what it was that day, that fateful fucking day that like, I think it was on the front page of our like newspaper for some reason. Cause I think maybe it was like a snow, snow, slow news day or, or week or whatever. But it was like the, like when Jerry Halliwell split from the Spice Girls and oh my I God. was devastated. Absolutely fucking devastated because i had the spice girls movie i had all of their albums up to that point and i was like you ruined it for me i'm never gonna get you because you guys live because you're broken up and it's awful um not that like anyone would have taken me to see them when i was like like in my peak like spice girls uh interests anyway but i was absolutely gutted when she left the Spice Girls and effectively broke up the original team. Um, but yeah, so big into this, like I said, like the, the popularity of the Spice Girls caught me into the wave and I like demanded to own the Spice yes. Girls film. And I oh my God, everything about this done. story. Everything about this story. And I thought it was great. <laughs> um, I also found out about Jerry leaving the band from a newspaper. Um, I remember we were in a hotel. I don't remember why. I don't know. We would Mm -hmm. come down to the Twin Cities all the time for, like, for my dad to attend academic conferences and stuff. Um, and so I think that was probably it. Anyway, we were staying at a hotel, and there are some hotels out there that give you a free copy of USA Today. Every room gets a copy of USA Today. And I remember Hmm. opening up the door and seeing that copy of USA Today just sitting right in front of the door. 
And right at the top, it was like, Ginger leaves the Spice Girls, and I was like, no! Like, it was one of those scenes from TV where it was like, you hear the yelling, like, going yes. into the city, and then out into the space. Yeah. Now, is it, I was going to say, is it the, is it the, the crop zoom in on your face no, yelling? Like, or is it like yeah. the zoom out yes. into the neighborhood and then yes. the city yeah. and then the state yes. and then the, the world? Space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was devastated as well. Um, this was in my peak. Like, I don't like mainstream stuff, but somehow Spice Girls snuck its way in and I mm-hmm. became obsessed. Obsessed. Like, snuck its way in like it just like fucking <laughs> slipped up a side window um, and just rolled and, in like my entire walls were covered with spice girl pictures and posters um oh my god i was obsessed i was obsessed and yeah i remember um i got the first album on cassette tape and then when i turned 12 my parents got mm-hmm. me a new cd boombox um because i didn't have one before that um like we had a cd player in my house but i got my own cd player for my room for my birthday and they bought me Uh one cd and i bought myself one cd to go with it and they bought me the titanic soundtrack and i bought spice world their second album okay those are my first two cds Um, and yeah, and then the movie came out, and I love the fucking movie so much, and the day it came out, I bought it on VHS, and I remember I had a babysitter that night, Mm -hmm. and my parents were like, do not make her watch Spice World with you. Like, she won't want to, don't make her do it. Um... And, of course, I made her watch it with me, obviously. (laughs) And I remember my parents came home and they were like, what did you do? And I was like, she wanted to. She wanted to watch the movie. It's, I, I, it wasn't my fault. She wanted to. (laughs) Right. Which I feel like. I didn't, like, like, do anything. Like, I didn't force her. But I remember being like, I'm I'm not supposed to make you watch this movie, but I really want to watch this movie. And she's like, oh, I like the Spice Girls. And I was like, Perfect. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I was did obsessed. It. And so when they broke up, I was devastated like you. Um mm-hmm. We were yeah. just screaming in different yeah. spots of the sure world at that exact moment. 5th. Isn't that sad that I know the fucking date? May 5th, 1998. I think that's right. I think that's No, right. because oh. <laughs> It's not sad at all. Like, I remember, like, I remember, like, actually being, like, feeling like I got hit in the stomach. And I was just, like, bracing myself with a chair. And the chair seat had the fucking headline on it. And the picture that they, of course, like, not Photoshop, but they basically, like, if, like, they did the the crack down the middle of the photo to split Jerry from the rest of the Spice Girls, because they picked a photo where she was on the end, you know? (gasps) And I was just, like... It was 22 years ago, yesterday. (laughs) 
I, wow. Holy <laughs> shit. Uh, well, good thing we did this today, then. Wouldn't have been as astonishing if you we were, like, doing this, like, two weeks from now, and you were like, oh, yeah, it was, like, 22 <laughs> years ago, last month. Like, <laughs> Yep. literally almost to the day yeah and i remember talking about yeah, it that's also being like wild I'll never get to see that Nido, concert and like just freaking out and then i followed them so like after that she put out her own album so i bought that <laughs> she literally followed uh, them y'all <laughs> gotten her no. took her parents um, keys and started yeah, that no, day Jerry put out an album like not that long after that and i bought that and then Mel C put out Mel mm-hmm. C put out her own album. I couldn't and bring I myself to that. Do that. Um, is there anything else? No, I both really I loved I love both of those albums actually. Um, which I remember listening to Jerry's album like all the way through. I don't know within the last year or two because it's just like I haven't listened to this in fucking forever, and I was like. Okay, I feel like I only like this from a nostalgic standpoint because if we're being really honest, she was maybe the weakest of the singers. <laughs> um, so, um, mm-hmm. yeah, and then the remaining four put out the single Goodbye, which people remember. Um, I feel like some people remember because it was very obviously about her. Um, and then they put out another album, just the four of them, which I bought. That's how much I fucking loved the Spice Girls is that I followed them to their third album that nobody knows about. And I fucking love it to this day. (laughs) But anyway, back to Wannabe. (laughs) I mean, this also, like, you know, I think this is one of the few songs on my list that I had also seen the music video for. And that was mostly because of a, the box and B because Mm -hmm. of like the Spice Girls movie. Like I I felt like I needed to go out and search it out. And Mm -hmm. I just remember like, you Mm -hmm. know, everyone being like zigzag, ah, because they were just Mm -hmm. like, we're going to throw this like nonsense word in there. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I didn't really have like friends, I guess, that like loved them as much mm-hmm. as I did. So I kind of just like enjoyed them on my own. Um, but I definitely had my own personal CD player that I definitely dropped by accident and then it had trouble playing the CD. And I was like, well, shit, like my parents aren't going to buy me a new one. So I guess I got to just hope that this one works right. And so Sometimes I would be trying to like play, you know, that album or play stunt and on my personal CD player, and it would kind of goof up. And I was like, "Well, this is my yeah. fault." <laughs> I mean, I sad about it. Fun fact: so. that music video was shot in one take. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I believe that's right. Interesting. Um, because they only had that hotel for a very short period of time. Um, and like the way that it was staged, it just like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's right. I'm going to look it up now. Ugh, now I just want to listen to the Spice Girls for days. Yeah. Because the video needed to be taken in one shot, the group rehearsed the routine several times through the night. While a steady cam operator followed them, 
Yeah. Well, and if you watch it too, it's like kind of crazy some of the things that they do and are able to do well. Because like Mel C does a back handspring on a table and <laughs> Virgin ex- Virgin executives were horrified with the final result. The girls were freezing cold, which showed itself in various different ways. What? Oh, yes. Okay. Some parts of Asia yep. because of Mel B's. Uh, probably. Yes. Damn it, Mel. Yeah. So. Good for her, though. She got a. She got a. Didn't she get a did, baby yes. out of Eddie Murphy? That's not gossip. That's gossip fact. corner. Yeah, she has. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I, I would. I branded it as gossip no, because I, I didn't want to like see, be slanderous I mean. if like, I was I wrong. Follow them because like. Thought I heard about sh- that, but yeah. She wasn't. Mm, was Mel B? I think was the reason I started watching Dancing with the Stars. Because she was on. Um, okay. And then I started watching America's Got Talent when she was on that. <laughs> um. So yeah, I like I like follow these people. It's, yeah, you right. I it. still do. Like it's insane how much I still love them. Um, last year they did a small tour of the UK and they called it Spice World 2019. And I was like, you cannot call it that if you're not going around the world. So I expected them to like announce that they were going to do a world tour and then they did not. And I was so mad. But if that ever happens, now I know who to take. Yeah. You yell and say, you better call me or I will cry. And then I will scream out into the world. But first, it'll do the close up <laughs> on my face. And then it'll do the zoom out into the universe. And then, like, inexplicably, some alien spacecraft will hear me and get distracted. And then they'll hit a meteor and, like, ping pong around the galaxy for dumbass reasons. Because that has happened before mm-hmm. on, te- mm-hmm. on television, mm-hmm. at least in cartoons. Um, but yeah, I mean, we have more. Uh, if you, we, we may decide to do um, more, uh, you know, down mm-hmm. the line, maybe in a couple episodes or so. Or if you want to hear more of our uh, childhood stories and, and experiences mm-hmm. with some of our favorite ninety songs, and hit us up. You can hit us up at a black sparrow for me specifically. You can hit up Amelia at Shake Meets World, or you can uh, get us collectively upon the podcast at A-S-W-A-Y-D-P-O-D. If you are not a user of the Twitter, you can email us at A-S-W-A-Y-D-P-O-D at gmail.com. Let us know what you thought. Yeah, but you know, uh, before we actually like split, we couldn't possibly split without a, I didn't make up a theme song for it, but it's Amelia, what the fuck is this? So. Uh, if you are new, um, every week I find something fucking buckwild stupid from the internet and I show it to Amelia without context. So there you go. Uh, before you, you uh, see this oh, one, God. Amelia, you're terrified. welcome and I'm sorry. I am excited. Okay, let's see. Oh, God, yuck! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, that's disgusting. <laughs> Okay, so it's a <laughs> of a stuffed crust pizza, and it says four out of five dentists recommend stuffed crust pizza, and it's got toothpaste coming out of the stuffed crust. 
I think this is the first one where you actually didn't yell out what the fuck or yeah, like say what I the know. fuck. Literally, you were just like, oh yeah. My, my reaction is always, what the fuck? And it's always honest. I don't, like, it's not planned. I don't mean to do it. It's just such a large part of my vocabulary nope. that that's what comes out. Nope. But like, I, it, no, that was my honest reaction was, oh God. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's yeah. disgusting. I'm not a huge fan of stuffed crust pizza anyway. Um, so either way, I'd be like, oh, it's just too much. But oh, God, hmm. this like blue striped toothpaste. Yeah. Just oozing out of this crust. <laughs> I gotta shut that. It's gross. <laughs> I showed that to some friends. And they were like, I... I'm going to, uh, a friend of mine who may or may not be listening was like, I have two brain cells devoted to that, and I'm going to come <laughs> and find you and remove them from oh, you with no, a I'm spoon. I'm not about it. It's perfect for this segment. <laughs> oh, no, they were, they were, they were <laughs> hot mad at me in the fun, in the funniest way, of course, but, so yeah, that's that. Uh, yeah, I mean, as always, I don't, like, you know, I don't present them. I, I explicitly do my best to hide them from Amelia mm-hmm. until like the moment we start recording. So like she doesn't necessarily look into it. Oh, so yeah, those, yeah I'm so, glad that you commit to the bit and keeping those yeah, those reactions honest. But the episode doc before we record, and I'll see the link there. Um, and I never click mm-hmm. on it because it is just way too much fun to react in the moment and i'm not a good actor so pretending to react in the moment would not go well (laughs) so yeah all right so that was amelia what the fuck is this for the week um hey if you made it this far thank you from the bottom of whatever um organ is (laughs) supposed to be where my heart is that is pumping blood through me i guess um or, or like the bottom of my emotion sensors in my brain. I thank you, because um, like life is real, real wild nowadays, and I don't mean that in a fun, fun, happy way. So I, I hope that we were able to provide some sort of, you know, some sort of reprieve or make you laugh for a bit, make you reminisce for a bit, um, and just know that we care deeply about you and we want you to be happy and healthy and safe and i hope that you're doing so so yeah that's it for my rant i guess yes wasn't really a rant it was just like a monologue um yeah i hope that uh yeah we could bring just a little bit of joy to you i know that this has brought a little bit of joy to my life today so um so yeah, with that, I've been Likewise. Amelia. I've been Sherrick, and um, make sure that uh, if you clean out from under your nails, you don't use the gunk to make some sort of weird shrine to that like uh, that like partner that you really want to get back together with, because that's gonna extra make sure it doesn't. Is that work a shout out. out to Hey Arnold? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you'll never know. Oh, we are so weird. Anyway. <laughs> thank you everybody black lives matter bye bye